You're listening to The Couplehood Podcast, a podcast designed for parents who want to keep their romantic relationships thriving and build their most intentional life. I'm your host, Allison Villa, psychotherapist and relationship expert. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're talking about something really simple and yet really, really powerful. We're going to talk about why words matter and why they can be so powerful and magical even and your superpower in your relationship. And we're going to talk specifically about how you speak about your partner how you speak about them to the people in your life, to your children, and even to yourself and directly to your partner. So we're going to unpack all of this today because I want you to come away from this episode feeling empowered by this very, very simple tool and know that you have the ability to shift so many things in your relationships simply by how you choose your words. Let's dive in. So first of all, Why do words matter? Why are they so important? And what do I mean when I say that? Now, if you've heard the statement, thoughts become things, you can also understand why words are so important because words become things, right? Thoughts become our words. The thoughts happen within our minds first. That's where they're born. And then they come out into words and our words become real. Just as something simple as, I'm going to get up at 7.30 tomorrow morning when my alarm goes off, right? There you go. You had the thought, you said it out loud, you set your alarm, and there you are getting up at 7.30 in the morning. Or, we're going to make pasta for dinner today. There you go. You had the thought, you said the words out loud, and there you go. You're having pasta for dinner, right? So these are really simple examples of how first it begins as the thought, and then it comes out into the world, outside of your mind and into the world through your words, you're verbalizing that thought, and then that thought becomes reality, right? So your words become things. They are energetic. They are powerful. Your words manifest reality. They become actions. And why does this matter specifically in your romantic relationship? So I'm going to use an example, which you likely have come across along your journey as a parent and learning through different parenting approaches that how you speak about your child is who they will become, right? And there's so many lessons in parenting that always relate also to our romantic relationships. I'm going to use this one because I know you probably know it, is that, you know, if you're having a challenging time, right? Your child is in a certain developmental phase where they are, the, the truth is that, wow, this is just a really challenging time. They're going through a lot, which means that you're going through a lot as a parent. And in those challenging times, we can either choose to say, oh my gosh, my child is so difficult, right? You have the thought, you say that thought out loud, and maybe you slip up and you say it to your child. You are so difficult. Why do you make everything so hard, right? So here's the words and the power that they have. Because research has shown, you know, a child who consistently hears a certain message, they begin to believe that message, they believe those words, and they become those words. So if you think about the classic example, there's a child in a class who often acts up, and then 
over time, the teacher just generalizes that, you know what, they're always going to have these bad behavior problems. And then the child begins to internalize that and believe that about themselves. And then they decide very subconsciously, of course, that why would I even bother trying to behave differently? Because I've already been painted with the bad brush. So I'm using this as an extreme example to help paint the picture. But what if, and I know you know this from your parenting experience, is that when you shift that language with your child and you say, instead of saying, oh my gosh, my child is so difficult, how about we switch that to, wow, my child is so strong-willed. And how do you feel within yourself when you approach your child with that switch in mentality? So if you've made the decision in your mind that, oh my gosh, my child is so difficult. As you approach your child, you have a certain energy that you're bringing to them and you're bringing into that relationship. And if you switch that into, again, I'm just changing a very simple word. I'm changing from difficult to strong-willed. I have a very strong-willed child. How does that shift your energy? And how that shifts your energy is in turn going to shift your child's energy and how they see you seeing them, right? There's also things around... We hear, oh my, like the sensitive word. I am a sensitive person. I have a sensitive child. And for a long time, that word, and for some people still, it has a negative connotation. And if we shift that word, and we even shift how we view the word sensitive, wow, we have a highly attuned empathic child who's deeply in touch with their feelings, right? How we shift our words impacts how we show up in that relationship. And so when you bring this into your romantic relationship and you really think about how your words, how first your thoughts, right? Because your thoughts then become your words. And this is what we need to first notice is what are the thoughts that you have about your partner? Can they be shifted? Can those words of, oh my gosh, my partner never does this or always does that, right? And as you know, we don't say always and never. Those are not good (laughs) Those are the no-no words when we're communicating, but also catch yourself, catch your thoughts. Do you have those extreme polarizing thoughts and views about your partner that generalizes them or puts them into a category and prevents them from being anything but that? So first we need to notice, what are your thoughts about your partner? What are those thoughts that you have towards them? Like I'm using the, the challenging examples and some of the negative language and the negative thoughts that you may have. And what about the positive thoughts that you already have in your day-to-day life that are really wonderful and beautiful? You know, when you're at the kitchen sink and your partner's on the couch reading a book with your little one, how do you feel? What are the thoughts that you're having in that moment? And can you say them out loud, right? It's how do we bring the power of our words and the positive change that words can have, the profound impact they can manifest, they can take shape in real time, right? When you use them in the right way. So first we need to notice our thoughts and then choose to say the words out loud, say them out loud to yourself, say them out loud to your partner. So I want you to first be curious, like I said, about what are the thoughts that you have about your partner? And just sit with those and be curious about that this week as you're just going through your day-to-day life. Like when you're going through your laundry list, you're thinking about the week or you're organizing the schedule, what are the thoughts that you're having about your partner? And be curious about them. Be curious about the really beautiful, positive thoughts and be equally curious about the challenging ones, the ones where you notice there's stuff that comes up for you, right? There's no wrong feelings, but just stay curious because as I mentioned, When you can name the feelings, when you can understand them and notice a theme with them, that can 
help you shift from, like I said, with the difficult child turning into the strong-willed child example, you can do the same thing with your thoughts towards your partner. And also, you're obviously going to share this episode with them so that they can do the same for you. What we're doing here is we're making space for you to be human. You are allowed to have ups and downs and have good days and have challenging days. That is all allowed. This is not to be, you know, what's that term like? positive all the time. That's not what this is about. This is about being intentional with yourself and understanding the power of your words and how they can impact your life in a positive way to help you, to help nurture your relationship. Now we're going to be curious about how do you speak about your partner? And one thing that I see often in online groups, especially in mommy groups, for example, I'll see threads and threads of people venting about the challenges that they're having in their relationship. And while there is a time and a place and it is important to speak about your challenges, I believe in that so very much, obviously, as a therapist. However, there is a time and a place and the right people to share those challenges with. Your relationship is precious. How you speak about your relationship to others is precious. It's important. It matters. And it's energetic it affects your relationship. So if you notice, you know, and I don't want you to judge yourself if you found yourself, you know, in one of those groups, you know, venting about your own partner. It's okay. It's okay. But I want you to be curious about yourself. How do you feel when you read other people venting about their partner? How does it make you feel? First, you might feel comforted. You might feel, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one who has this challenge. And that is comforting. And then after that, how do you feel beyond the initial comfort? Do you feel supported? Do you feel like it's given you tools? Do you feel like it's making you feel, made you feel empowered or like you have movement forward or that there's some hope for your relationship? How do you feel when you engage in those conversations? I'm referring to a virtual online conversation, but sometimes you can even find yourself with real life relationships. You know, you're talking to a friend on the phone and you notice you have this pattern where you both complain about your partners when you are when you are connecting with each other, right? How do you feel in those interactions? Are you fueling something negative or is this the person that is your safe space and you are able to work through it and they hold space for you without judgment and you know that they're also not judging your partner, right? Find your safe space to have those conversations where you share your challenges. It is important to share your challenges, but it's equally and even if not more important to know where to share those challenges and to whom you can be vulnerable with in that way. This is why, you know, having that relationship with a therapist is so important because you know that can be a safe space where you can really openly speak about your challenges knowing that you are not going to be judged. So find those people in your life that you know that those are the safe people who are, like I said, they're not going to judge you. They're not going to judge your partner because we know that you're human and your partner is human and you are going to go through ups and downs. Every relationship does. So find your people that are your safe space to have those conversations. And who in your life speaks kindly about their own partner, right? That also impacts you. It feels really good when you hear other people saying like, oh my gosh, my partner is so amazing. They did this and I love them so much, right? Who are you surrounding yourself by? And how are you contributing to how you speak about your own partner to the people in your life? Again, your words are energy. So it matters how you speak about them. 
about your partner. And sometimes there aren't going to be the best things to say. I mean, like I said, we are human. But in those moments where something really wonderful is happening or I know that you're here and you're like crazy about your partner. I know that. I just want you to know that there's room for both. There's room for the challenges and nowhere to share those challenges. And there's room for the positive language and the affirmation. Because sometimes we just don't say the nice things. And this is what's really important about our words is that often we make assumptions or we just get comfortable in a relationship. So we don't say the things that we love about our partner anymore. It's just not what we do. And so then when we only say the negative things, those negative things feel even bigger, right? So this is why the power of your words is so important, right? You can use the positivity in your words and in your thoughts and in your experience out loud. And then that manifests more positivity, more positive interactions. This is how it works. It's amazing. So you've noticed how you think about your partner. You're choosing very carefully who you share the challenges in your relationship with, and you're also really being aware of how you speak about your partner and you're working towards naming the positive things out loud more often. Get into this habit. This is a great habit for you, naming things out loud because your words become things, they become reality. The more you speak gratitude out loud, we know there's research that shows it becomes even more neurologically positive for you. And how do you speak about your partner in front of your kids? This is a huge one, right? Are you saying, oh my gosh, you know, daddy made dinner tonight and it is so delicious. Thank you so much. I'm enjoying this meal immensely. Or, oh my gosh, did you see what, what mom did today? She, she did this like awesome craft with you guys and that, oh my gosh, it's so amazing. Like, how do you name all of these little things your life is made up of day-to-day moments, these tiny moments. And the more you narrate and say out loud the positive things about your day-to-day, the more in connection you're going to feel with your partner. What if you find it challenging to share your words or your thoughts or your feelings out loud to others? Because this is a common thing, is not everybody feels like, ooh, I, I don't really love saying things out loud. And if that's you, it's okay. Even when you start to become more mindful and start noticing your thoughts, that's the first step. And then, like I said, you know, words are really powerful. So bringing those thoughts into real life and saying them out loud is where the real power is. And if you don't feel comfortable or you just need more practice saying things out loud, I recommend saying them out loud to yourself when no one else is around. Maybe you're driving to the store, like just just practice speaking out loud. You know, even before I record almost every podcast, I talk out loud to myself and I practice what I'm going to say. Like I get into the rhythm of my message and my words, right? So this is really healthy and, and normal. And it's a great practice for those who are trying to find their voice and trying to find the right words. Like work through that on your own. Another place I do it is in the shower. I always talk to myself in the shower or I sing in the shower, but that's where I often find my voice. It's really interesting. And you will know where your place is to find your voice. Like maybe when you're out on a walk on your own in nature and you just need to talk through something, right? Or maybe it's when there's nobody home and you can just, just talk through things out loud, right? The act of speaking out loud is powerful. I know there's this 
idea, you know, people say, oh my gosh, I'm talking to myself out, out loud. I must be crazy. I don't like that word. But that's often the connotation of it's unusual or it's strange or it's weird to, to say things out loud when no one's around. No, 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 no. It's not. It's so powerful. And I encourage you to do it. So keep practicing saying things out loud and keep speaking to others, to your children, to your partner out loud with intention because your words matter and your words are so powerful. Thanks for tuning in to the Couplehood Podcast. It says so much about you that you're carving out this time for yourself and for your relationship. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. Head over to allisonvilla.com to learn more. A special shout out to my podcast editor, Emily Millane from theultimatecreative.com. You are a rock star. All right, you guys, until next time, I'm Allison Villa wishing you love on your couplehood journey.